The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 24th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. On the first day of the week at early dawn, the women came to the tomb, taking the spices that they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they went in, they did not find the body. While they were perplexed about this, suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. The women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners, be crucified, and on the third day rise again. Then they remembered his words. And returning from the tomb, they told all this to the eleven and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and the other women who were with them who told this to the apostles. But these words seemed to them like an idle tale, and they did not believe them. But Peter got up and ran to the tomb, stooping and looking in. He saw the linen clothes by themselves. Then he went home, amazed at what had happened. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated, and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. I'm glad to see you. Y'all look really schnazzy. I've got a question. Have you ever heard something unbelievably good? Yeah. You can't think of it, but you know you've heard it. Cooper, you've described my entire life. <laughs> I can't think, but I know it's there. Same for you. Same for you. This, this answer is spreading like wildfire. Have you ever heard something unbelievably good? Ask your brother Kai if you could have gum on the way here, and he gave you a piece. I have had brothers, and that is unbelievably good. And you didn't even say please? Isn't that something? It's true. Sometimes in, in the most normal of circumstances, we have something you're like, whoa, that worked out. Yeah, it's unbelievably good. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. 
you have all, do you ever get jitters when you're about to run? So you have these, this race and you're about to go and you get first place on the first one. That's pretty cool. The first race of the season. Wow. Can I tell you a story? When I was a little bit older than you, but a lot younger than I am now, my parents came to me and I was learning to play the drums. And I had this little cardboard practice pad and pop, 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 pop is all you would hear for hours at a time. And my brother had a trumpet and other people had instruments and I just pop, 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 pop. But one day, my parents came to me and said, Ben, we're going to buy you a drum set. And guess what I did? What I do? I, I did get a drum set. How do you think I reacted? Screamed, smiled. You know what I actually did? You know what I actually did? Okay. <laughs> okay. That sounds great. But in the back of my head, I'm thinking, they're, I, I, they can't get me a drum set. It costs a ton. Like, there's no way this is going to happen. It might be really bad. Like, I'm not going to get my hopes up. Like, it's just, not, that's nice, cool, whatever. Then we went to the music store. And there's this awesome looking drum set right there. And I, what I thought was, well, we're not getting that one. <laughs> there must be some other worse drum set out here. Now. And they bought that. And then we brought it home and I thought, how long till we take this back? <laughs> and it took like, and I sat down and, you know, I hit just about everything I could a million times. And then I just sat there staring at it for a while because it took up the whole room, right? Uh, not the whole room, but all the extra space that used to be in the room. Can I give it to you? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. Boy, you put me on the spot there, didn't you? And I talk about sharing all the time. Man, I'll tell you what. It's still with me. And every once in a while, I look at that thing, and I hit everything that I can on it, and I still can't believe I have it. I can't believe I get to make music with it. I can't believe it's made music with other people. I can't believe there's songs that come out of it. I can't believe it sounds so good, feels so good, looks so good. It's unbelievable. In today's story, in today's story, we have Jesus risen from the dead. He's no longer in the tomb. He is out in the world doing great things. And when people hear this, some of them smile and, and cheer and do all this stuff. And some of them think it's an idle tale. In other words, okay, sure. That's exactly what I said. And they don't believe it at first. But guess what? Jesus comes back again. And they get to see him. And then Jesus comes back again. And they get to see him. And then Jesus comes back and they eat with him. And then Jesus comes back and they they talk with him, and they, they do all these things with him. He's with everything we do in life right now. You see, Jesus knows the thing that is good is unbelievably good. And that's the reason Jesus comes back again and again and again and again. 
to help us believe that there's good. We don't always believe it right away. But that's why Jesus is here again and again and again. That's why we're here again and again and again. So today, I want you to look at all the good things you can get your eyes on. It might be an egg full of candy. It might be these beautiful flowers everywhere. It could be anything. But look at all the things that are good and look at the unbelievably good things. Like gum given freely from a brother. And know, know that the unbelievably good thing of God is with you too. And if you don't believe it, it's okay. It'll be here again and again and again. Sound good? Let's say a prayer. Gracious God, we give you thanks for all the good things in life. And we give you thanks that you bring them so many different times. Help us to believe them. Help us to trust, to trust that they are there. And in you, in the biggest things and in the smallest things and everywhere in between, let us see good things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You can go back to your seats. Thanks for being here. In the name of Jesus, amen. Easter hymns have always felt abrupt to me. The sanctuary has always felt abrupt too on Easter. Because I don't know about you, but I spent my childhood going to every Good Friday service there was ever offered. I see one family that did the same. And in these Good Friday services, it was dark and it was solemn. I remember Nancy Reedy wavering her voice as we sang, Were You There? And she hit that high note like nobody else, sent shivers down your spine every single time we sang. And in this psalmness, we would leave in silence. We would go home. And I don't know if it was just in my family, but we would see how long we could sit in silence. We could get all the way to the door of the house before someone said a word. And then we sing. And it's good to sing. And I like the songs. And it's good for all those things to be here. But quite frankly, it seems abrupt. But then I realized there's not a single one of these hymns that was written on the first Easter morning. And there's not a single one of these songs that was written by Mary or, or Joanna or any of the other women that were there. Peter didn't write anything down. No one cheered. And I think that's okay. In fact, they locked themselves in a room after all this. And then Jesus had to come again and again and again. And I think the reason that we have not this abrupt Easter story in Scripture, but this long, slow-releasing story, is because of what we just went through on Good Friday. 
We just went through something that broke us open and turned us upside down. And Jesus knows that it takes time to believe. Jesus knows that it takes time to trust again. Jesus knows that it takes time to get from here to there. And we are not expected as disciples or as people of God to get there in a moment. Jesus comes to us again and again and again. I don't need to tell you how this parallel in Scripture is parallel for us. We too will go through Good Friday more than once and more than our fair share in life, and we too will find it hard to trust and believe in the Scripture. It is not wrong to be doubting Thomas. It is human to be doubting Thomas. It is not wrong to hear an idle tale. It is our idle tale. It is not wrong to be all of the people in this story, ones who can believe in an instant and ones who take a long, long, long time to believe. These are indeed the ones that Jesus comes to again and again and again. These are the ones that the Holy Spirit is given to over the course of time. And so me, you, and everybody else in this world are not forced into moments of faith, but given moments of faith. Given moments when we do not believe, but it is given here. Moments when we cannot understand, but it's placed into our hand. Moments when we do not think it is good, but we still drink. Moments that over the course of time reestablish faith, reroot it, put it back into the ground where it's supposed to be. So on this Easter morning, it's okay if you don't quite believe it yet. It's okay if, like everybody else in the world, you've got a few questions for God, for me, for anyone in this world. It's okay if you're not quite at peace. It's, I love the sounds here. <laughs> it's okay if you're not quite on the journey you want to be. It's okay. It doesn't feel okay, but it is okay. God will be here with you too, known and unknown, in ways seen and unseen, in all kinds of ways, through our tears and through our smiles. God be with you. God be with you on this Easter Sunday along with all the rest. God be with you on this day and the next. God be with you as God patiently reestablishes faith in your life and in mine after each Good Friday, after each Monday, Thursday, after each step of the journey. God be with you. And may God continue to meet us, surprise us, and turn an idle tale into the best that we have. God be with you. Amen. Amen.